This Rich Eisen Show podcast is sponsored by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and maybe even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is The Rich Eisen Show with guest host Ben Lyons. It's so bad it's good. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's so bad it's good. Cold pizza, for example, right? And I feel like football falls in that category, even when it's so bad. It was still good last night to see football out there. Earlier on the show, NFL Network reporter Jim Trotter from The Athletic NBA. J.E. Skeets. Coming up, ESPN NBA analyst Kendrick Perkins, executive director of the WNBA Players Association, Terry Jackson. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Ben Lyons. Welcome back to the show, hour number three. We are moments away from Kendrick Perkins, who's really turned into a hot take samurai, huh? He is the guy. He's a hot take warrior. He is a good fantasy man. He is out here with the Saints. Kendrick Perkins going to check in shortly. We've also got Terry Jackson. Terry Jackson, one of the most interesting women in sports. Not only the mother of Jaron Jackson Jr. from the Memphis Grizzlies, who thought it was a good idea, as it was, to wear Rock the Vote on the inside of his jacket on draft night. Great idea. Tells you that he was raised right. And then uh, then she's also the executive director of the WNBPA, the WNBA's Player Association, and they're always on the right side of whatever issue is in the conversation. Yeah, you ain't lying. And uh, to have those 144 women out there in the zeitgeist like they've never been before is a testament to the work that Terry and her team does. So we'll check in with Terry coming up in about 20. But do we have the pride of Beaumont, Texas on? Are we, are we not yet. joined not by yet. Kendrick Stand Perkins? Not yet. Away from still, Kendrick waiting, Perkins? Uh, still waiting for Perk to uh, pick up the phone. He's I did currently th- on FaceTime uh, screaming at Draymond Green, I think. Going back <laughs> I did throw, if anyone wants to chime in on some of these uh, poll questions, give us a call, 844-204-RICH. Threw out a couple today. Oh, yeah, what's on the poll today? Who yeah. had the best hair on their Hall of Fame bust from the weekend? Which hair did you like the best? Troy Polamalu, Jimmy Johnson, or The Edge? Right now, Paul Amalu leads 61%. I think that's the obvious choice. Well, by the way, guys, we also forgot Drew Pearson's afro was epic. That's true. Someone did say that. I didn't add too late to add that to the poll. But if you want to write in Drew Pearson, I'll accept that. Edge, 23%. Jimmy Johnson, 16%. Which moved more, Jimmy's real hair or his bust hair? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends. They move the busts around. You know, they move them for a photo. They bring them on stage. They bring them to the dinner. So the bust hair moved more. The bust hair might have had a bust actually moved more. Look at that, man. That's great. It's amazing. They actually should have. 
Probably just done his bust with that one time Emmett messed it up. Like, that would have been hilarious. And even that was barely messed up, though. <laughs> yeah. It was barely messed They poured Gatorade water and had Charles Haley rubbing on it, and it's still kind of heavy. It's still barely.
having breakfast in bed. <laughs> TJ said the best eggs he ever had were at four in the morning at Puff Daddy's house in Miami. Where are the best scrambled eggs you ever had, Hendrix? <laughs> <laughs> make sure, hey, just make sure you add a little cheese on it. Hey, Perk, you know there was cheese on them eggs. It, it gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick, as, as someone who is now calling you know these games or analyzing these games or looking at the league differently... Has it changed your relationship with basketball? Have you noticed that you look at basketball different from being a player to now being an announcer? Well, well, no, not really, because you know any guy that any guy that 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 knows me or, or that was a teammate of mine, they know that I was always a fan of basketball, and they always used to say, "Man, watch something else on TV." I would literally go home and watch. All different games. I would have four TVs on watching four different games on league passes. So I always value games. I always value other players that wasn't superstars. And so now being away from the game and in my new career, the only thing I look at differently now is that I look at the superstars differently. And I watch, watch how they are able to carry their team and, things to that nature. That's the only thing that is different because while I was on the, while I was playing basketball, I always knew what superstars could do and were capable of doing for us having huge nights. But now I watch the others, the others that don't get the recognition, guys like P.J. Tucker who could have zero points in a, in the game six of a finals and win a championship playing 33 minutes into the, into the outside world it looked like he was a non-factor, but to a guy like myself, I saw the plays that he was making. I saw the, the extra possessions that he was getting, the charges that he was taking, doing, making the winning plays that didn't show up in the stat sheet. Kendrick Perkins joins the show, ESPN co-host of Hoop Streams, and you know him, of course, uh, on Twitter. He's always telling you to carry on, sharing his two cents. <laughs> uh, uh, Perk, you know, when I, when I think about this time in the basketball season, this is a little window right here. You know, we just got blessed with the Olympics, summer league's kicking back up, but there's a little time here where, you know, besides the Drew League or Hoops in the Sun or Dykeman and stuff, you got to really search for basketball. What's in your Netflix queue? What are you watching besides hoops? I feel like you go deep down the rabbit hole on a particular series. Are you a big binge watcher, Perk? 
Well, well, I'm not. You know, you know. To be honest, look. Let me let me tell you this. I'm a I'm a I'm a big I'm a huge fan of animals, right? And so, some of my favorite shows may blow your mind away. Like, I'm I'm a I, I watch a show called Swamp People, where they go out and kill alligators for in Louisiana, right? And I watch a show called Wicked Tuna. I watch I watch Monster Fish. Those are the things that I love watching. I'm big on the Discovery Channel. I'm big on like watching stuff about animals and things in other countries. Like I'm not big on you know I don't do I don't do other things. Like I don't, I'm not big on reality TV. I'm not big on you know uh, these these new little these new little series that's out. Like I, I'm more of a boring type guy. Like I like real life things. I have so many questions now, Kendrick. Yeah, well, you really well, opened well, up what I've been looking for. Perk, so really you're not you're not dialed into the Bachelorette finale tonight. That's not absolutely not. <laughs> That's yeah. animals in the wild. What yeah, do you mean? Like, That's uh, animals in the wild. <laughs> animals mating in the wild. Yeah, absolutely. I'm watching. I'm watching like you know, like on Swamp People. I'm watching this woman and her a 17 year old daughter ride through the Everglades of ride through the Everglades of uh you know. Uh, uh, Louisiana by themselves while they uh, putting up lines to hunt alligators to to provide for their family and make income. Those are the things that I watch. Kendrick Perkins joins the show. Ben Lyons in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. Kendrick, what's an, what's one animal that people might think is cute and cuddly but is, a, is far more vicious and ferocious? You said one. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Is there an animal out there that people think is cute and cuddly, has a reputation for being sweet, but actually is a killer and is ferocious, and we should be aware of? Well, I mean, you know, I only watch the animals that's ferocious. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what animals out there that's like that I would consider cute and cuddly, but I only watch the ferocious ones. I'm watching great white tiger sharks. You know, things that's in the water. I'm watching those type of things. I'm watching, you know, like I said, alligator hunting. I'm watching guys wrestle snakes. That's my type of thing. I need something that's going to make me stay up at night. Now, I had the privilege of interviewing Dwight Howard at his home once, and he has about 12 or 13 exotic snakes. Uh, who do you think would be a good snake wrestler in the NBA? Um, Probably Dwight Howard. Because, I mean, you know, him or uh, uh, Robert C- uh, Cuttington, because those are the two guys that actually – those are the two guys that actually own snakes. So I would have to give it to them. Robert Covington, snake owner. Didn't know that about Covington. Thanks for making our show yeah. smarter today, Perk. I appreciate it. You mentioned your love of animals in the water. Do you go in the water? Are you afraid to swim in the ocean because of your knowledge now of sharks? Absolutely not. Matter of fact, one thing that I have on my bucket list is to go and get in the cage and go actually out there off the coast of California, right in the Pacific Ocean, and go out there and look at those great whites. So that's one of the things I have on my bucket list is to get in the cage and actually get dropped in the water. I hope that the line don't pop because I am about 75 pounds overweight since I, start, <laughs> since I stopped playing. So hopefully I could get that done. But that's on my bucket list right there. But, look, I'm telling you, Listen, if I wasn't a professional basketball player, I'd be a professional swimmer. You can't keep me out the water. The ocean, the swimming pools, creeks, whatever it may be, put me in the water, 
and I'm a flourish well. Kendrick Perkins joining the show. I have so many more questions. How much time do we have on this show now, Brockman? <laughs> I, I don't know. An actual basketball question, though, Perk. Like, what are the Celtics doing? Like, oh no, like, get out of here! Talk I me off the ledge. Water Come on, I want a real question. What are the Celtics I doing? Uh, yeah, I, yo, listen. I have the same uh, questions myself. And look, you know, I like the addition of Al Horford. Um, I really thought that the Celtics should have pursued Spencer Dinwiddie, in my opinion. I thought he would have been a perfect match to go alongside Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, but they didn't get it done. I'm hearing rumors of Dennis Schroeder. I don't know how well that fits. But I do know one thing. Peyton Pritchard should not be playing summer league, okay? He's past that. This guy is a rotational player unless he wanted to play. But I will say this. You know, the Celtics don't have that many options to to choose from. And, by the way, the Eastern Conference is getting better. You look at the Miami Heat, they got better. The Atlanta Hawks got better. Uh, The Brooklyn Nets are obviously there. The champions and the Milwaukee Bucks are obviously there. You, 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 You know, teams are getting better. The Knicks got better. Like, I'm just waiting on the Celtics to actually get better. We got. We only have time yeah, for sorry, one more sorry, question back, back Kendrick back Perkins, the, so we don't need to ask him about basketball. Let's talk adventuring yeah, totally with Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Kendrick, my dad ran with the Bulls in Pamplona. Is that on your bucket list? <laughs> that, that, no, no, that's not. As a country boy growing up in Beaumont, Texas, I actually know how dangerous Bulls are. <laughs> and I know one thing from a guy that went cow tipping a couple times as a youngster, Bulls and cows are something that you want to stay far away from as possible. Appreciate the advice there, Kendrick. Thank you so much for joining the show. And if you ever want to talk adventuring or out in the wild or any of this stuff, please, please call back. We will always accept the call. <laughs> I appreciate it. I thank you. Thank you, fellas. Thanks for having me. What else is on the bucket list? Big so many questions. If you ever get the chance to have scrambled eggs at Diddy's house, I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't forget the cheese. Might have some grits too, Perk. You know, we do. So Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. I feel like a discovery show, just like traveling the globe. Uh, we come up with, with a lot of great shows on this show. I'm very into that. Boris Diaw has turned into quite the adventurer. You can look up a video of Boris sailing across the trans, making the transatlantic sail, uh, looking at all the whales on his YouTube. Boris Diaw has become an adventurer. Oh, has no Imagine idea. Boris and Perk. You got this French guy <laughs> who loves perk. espresso and wildlife <laughs> photography. And then you got Big Perk from Beaumont, Texas. <laughs> Who's eating bed and breakfast inside your head? I'm watching that show. I'm, I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching that show. every episode. That's a great job. Wouldn't show. have pegged Big Perk as like a water guy. Just he says he loves it. I think yes. he said Olympic he, I think swimmer. He said you can't keep him out of a creek. I think he said creeks, lakes, ponds. There's just wow. a body of water. Perks up so in much it. happening. Ah, uh, that's I mean, my kind of interview, man. <laughs> what are the Celtics going to do in free agency? I had to, I, well, <laughs> no. Perkins yeah. wants to go free diving well, with sharks off the a coast of La Jolla. No, I needed to be talked off. Oh, my way. God. <laughs> I just watching wildlife videos with Perk as you study how a jaguar <laughs> hunts its prey. It's amazing. Should he be the new voice of those uh, Earth shows instead, oh. of, instead of David Attleboro? Right? so good. Yes. <laughs> Planet Earth narrated yeah. by Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins. Perkins. Like, David Attleboro, fine. You're out. Perk's in.
I mean, remember that show Mutual of Omaha back in the day? Like, if <laughs> they don't bring Omaha, Wild Kingdom, yeah, Wild Kingdom. If they don't bring Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom back with Perk as a host, and, uh, then what are we doing? He sounded like he was in Best in Show. He was like Monster Fish, Wicked Tuna, Smash Fish. <laughs> he was just going through all of them. So good, Smash Monsters. What is he watching? All right, we got Terry Jackson up next. Going to get back on track here. WNBPA Executive Director. Mother of Jaron Jackson Jr. for the Grizzlies. We'll catch up with my friend Terry next. Ben Lyons in for Rich. Don't go anywhere. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Just a real basic question. What the hell were you thinking? Uh, What are you doing out there? You know, just... Tackling a challenge that most wouldn't do. <laughs> I would say. I so, um, wh- wh- why? Why'd you do it? I uh, just trying out my new bat- booster package <laughs> that I was working on this year. <laughs> For me, though, it's, it's literally like, would you rather live and die? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather die and never live? When I went in the arena, like, I felt like somebody else took control of me <laughs> and I became like an, a modern day kind of like gladiator, you know, being in there back in that time and just feeling that, you know, the, the Coliseum with the sands and the people that was around and you seeing it, everything and then it, it pull out and you see the, everybody running and, you know, getting go- some people getting just smashed by the bull. Right. And then you look at it and I'm like, OK, uh, everybody going running up and, and circling and and going and touching again his way, why don't I just take it up a notch and just jump over it? Jump over it. So, I mean, yeah, because <laughs> I, 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 we just looked at the video, and I don't think the bull moves very much. You did, in fact, leap over the, the length, well, uh, the height and length of the bull. Yeah, I had to, I had to uh, you know, match it up. I had to size it up. Um, pretty much have calculations to the point where you never want to jump behind it because you never know what it may do. It may turn right left on a dime. Yeah. So I wanted just to face it head on. And so when I jumped it the first time, um, everybody started like cheering and yelling. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then I did it the second time. And then I heard this word, El Salvador, El Salvador. <laughs> and I didn't know what that means. <laughs> I left that one day. And then I started hearing that through the streets. And I was like, okay, whatever. And came back the second day. 
did it again and they stopped the music and everything. Get and out they here. just started yelling at in the stands. To you. To me. Like me now, I'm a football player here in the States. Sure. Correct? Yes, sir. They don't know me from Adam House. Josh <laughs> Josh Norman is not <laughs> out anybody. there in Pamplona. Else. I get there yeah. and they started chanting that name. So I'm like a hero in Spain almost. Not even back here. Let me. So hold on this, a second. This is bananas. Let me get this down so I, I can use this on uh, on, on any host of shows <laughs> this NFL season. El Satador. Yes, yeah, it's just like the jumper. El Satador. <laughs> like the matador. Yes. Like the matador is like the jumper. So I would love just one second in my life <laughs> to have the words El Satador <laughs> chanted to me. Oh, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Ben Lyons in for Rich. The Rich Eisen Show rolls on. 9.20 tomorrow, bright and early, we got Jane Slater breaking down the Cowboys for you. All things Dallas. There you go, TJ. You know, Jane Slater, like, really messed up the internet this weekend with her tweet <laughs> to what'd us. She what'd she tweet? Well, she tweeted something about, you know, being really hot and having swamp but I guess it's the only way to put covering, it. In. Covering the Dallas Cowboys camp. It's not she, pretty. No, she but was in New Orleans. She was in, New, she she was was in, in Louisiana, though. Right. Okay. So if you've been to New Orleans oh. in the summertime, you know. Yeah, I did a yeah. set visit for that movie, Beautiful Creatures, down there. You film a lot of movies down in New Orleans. And, yeah, so. Uh, July on set, not the place to yeah. be, let alone an NFL training camp. So it, it, so her tweet to us, I'm not even sure why she picked us to tweet. I mean, I appreciate it. on the show tomorrow. It was so hilarious. We got, and we got and Jane Slater on the show tomorrow. And a lot of people were Responded. Cowboys. You know, it's funny looking at that Josh Norman thing. I think about my dad running the Bulls. He always talks about how he ran with the Bulls in Pamplona. It was this thing. Well, he always says he was in the arena first before anyone got there. He was like the first one. He was jumping over Bulls. Nobody was calling my father El Satador. <laughs> no, definitely not. That was incredible. Um, Satador. Big, big deal on, on Saturday night here in the States watching Team USA win women's uh gold gold for for women's basketball tj and i were out at stella barra standing on top of the tables chanting it was awesome <laughs> i love this team a lot of icons on this team you got yeah. diana and sue winning their first uh, their fifth, fifth gold medal together Five. first one back in 04 you got the the reigning mvp and asia wilson mm-hmm. you got stewie brianna stewart the cheat code uh, Skylar Diggins on her first Olympic team. And you had some hoopers on yeah, the squad. No doubt. No and doubt. what's amazing is that their season was, the WNBA season was happening. The Olympics happened, so they stop. And now the, the season's going to kick off again. And it's incredible to think that these women have to go from playing in the Olympics and now coming back to their teams and, and playing the back half of the season. So I thought it'd be a great idea today to bring on my friend Terry Jackson. She's the dire- executive director of the WNBPA. And a dear friend, appreciate you coming on, Terry. And walk us through the schedule for the Team USA now that they've won gold. What happens to all these women as they head back to the WNBA? Hey, Ben Lyons. Thank you for having me on this show. This is great. This is great. So, yeah, so we've been in this hiatus, right? We've been in this Olympic break for four or five weeks now. It's been too long for the rest of us. Um But we got to see some amazing women, not just Team USA. We had like 30 W players in the Olympics. Team France, Team Spain, it was crazy. So, yeah, so everybody's headed back. 
And, well, the first thing they're going to do is probably test. <laughs> um, but seriously, um, we're going to get we're going to get back with play underway with the league's kind of new event, signature event called the Commissioner's Cup on Thursday. And then a few days later on Sunday, I think every single team, if I'm not mistaken, I think every single team is going to be back in action on Sunday with a game. Terry so Jackson joins that's the show. What we have to look forward to. Executive director of the WNBPA. And you mentioned the Commissioner's Cup. This is a new thing, and a lot of times you'll hear rumblings around the NBA that there's talks of a midseason tournament as a way to, you know, engage the fans or create some real meaning in the games. Where did the idea for the Commissioner's Cup come from in the W, and how is it rolling out this year? Yeah, we need everybody to tune in. It's going to be streaming on Amazon Prime. I know the commissioner herself, Kathy Engelbert, is really pretty excited about this event. Um, it's something really that kind of came together probably during negotiations, during our kind of informal negotiations talk. Um, the players were talking about how do we jazz up this model, this business model? How do we make this a little bit different, a little bit more fun for for the fans? Um, you know, the league also, I think, was looking to develop additional assets. Um, the players, they, you know, our players, they go overseas in the offseason, right? They, they, you know, are playing over in Europe. And there's this kind of, out of the Euro Leagues, this is kind of um, tournament within a tournament. So that's kind of how it all came together. It's like, how do we create another event um, that the players can be bought into, you know, be bought in and, and, and really have fun? Um, the, the league could look to market a tournament within a tournament. So this is the first time that we're, we're kind of going back to the old conference format. Um, there were, you know, we have like 50, 60 or so regular season games. There were 10 of those, I believe 10 or 12 of those regular season games that were identified as commissioner cup games. So that's when the teams are playing within their conference. Um, and so the best team out of the Eastern Conference, the best team out of the Western Conference. Well, we know who that is. You know, it's the Connecticut Sun, and it's the Seattle Storm. They're going to meet on Thursday in Phoenix. Again, streaming on Amazon Prime, so everybody, you know, tune in and watch this. Um, help us really build that that audience. And, and um, I think the league's got something special planned. I'm not going to give it all away. I think the league's got something special planned for that game. So let's watch and see. Terry Jackson joins the show, executive director of the WNBPA and the mother of Jaron Jackson Jr., who I was so proud of on draft night when he stepped on that stage wearing a Rock the Vote jacket on the inside of his lapel. The Knicks would go on to draft Kevin Knox, who had a Fortnite jacket on, but we can talk about something else. Jaron's wearing the Rock the Vote jacket and the moment that he's getting drafted, how did that come together? What does that mean to you as a parent? Your son's got this moment to be drafted in the NBA and he wants to use it to the, the fullest of its potential to get the word out. Well, first of all, let's go back. I am the mother of Jaron Jackson Jr. I am the wife of Jaron Jackson Sr. But, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Jr. right now. So, um, well, Jr., well, it's all, about, it's all about the jacket on draft night, right? It's all about the suit. It's all about the jacket and what you're going to do kind of creative inside. 
And Dejun just had a, a few ideas, and one of them was like, you know, hey, Mom, I, you know, we're talking about voting, the importance of voting, and maybe that's something I'm going to do when I'm in the league. You know, what what can I do to, like, kind of kick this off on draft night? What about Rock the Vote? And I was like, what, are you kidding? I was like, let's call him and see. I think we had, like, four days <laughs> um, before he had already picked this pink crush velvet uh, jacket that he just had to have, period, the end. Nobody was talking him in or out of that. Um, but we reached out to Rock the Vote, Carolyn DeWitt, the CEO over there, and said, hey, you won't believe this, but this is what Jaron Jackson Jr. wants to do. What do you guys think? What, you know, are you behind it? Can we, can we use your logo? Can he rock it? And, you know, um, thanks to Carolyn, she said yes, absolutely. So that's how it all started. An incredible moment uh, for your family, for the NBA family. Uh, it's just just remarkable. One of my favorite draft suits of all time. And I bring it up as well because, uh, you know, when, when NBA players speak out about social issues or things that are passionate uh, to them, it, it's celebrated, it's acknowledged, but it feels like often that the WNBA, the players from that league, were already on the, on the train. They're already saying these things, and we look to them often for leadership when the world feels uneasy or uncertain. Talk about some of the great initiatives you guys are working on. I know there's something going on today or tomorrow, actually, that, that, that you guys are putting together. That's pretty yeah, important. Yeah, thanks for that, Ben. Yeah. So when it comes to social justice issues, the players say it is in their DNA. And, and what I love about them, Ben, is that they educate themselves. They look to be informed. They ask us to pull together, you know, subject matter experts, folks in academia, folks in public health and, and a variety of fields so that they can talk with them. So they can listen and learn and ask questions. Coming out of the bubble, you know, they talked about Black Lives Matter and, and Elizabeth Williams specifically said, you know, if we're behind Black Lives Matter, then we have to understand what that means in the public health space. And so we put together some educational Zooms um, around vaccines, around the COVID vaccine. Um, we talked history about equity or inequities in, in public health for black and brown communities. We talked about the ability to have access now. So um, that public health initiative is really important to them. Um, we're, the, what you're talking about, um, the Zoom that we're going to be doing tomorrow, the panel that we're going to be doing tomorrow, is in collaboration with two of our community partners, um, the Black Women's Health Imperative, who's celebrating their anniversary this week, um, the National Council of Negro Women, NCNW. They pulled together a panel called Healthy Dose, star-studded panel moderated by Angela Rye, um, featuring Elizabeth Williams, who, mark my words, I'm going to say, I'm just going to keep saying this, and this, this put it out in the universe. Elizabeth Williams is going to be the next U.S. Surgeon General, one day. Just just wait and see. Um, she's going to medical school after she hangs up her, her basketball shoes. I'm certain of that. So, But joining Elizabeth and, and Angela, um, Lisa Leslie, and Dr. Contessa Metcalf. Do you know that name, Ben? I don't. I don't know. Do- I I'm not familiar Dr. with Dr. Contessa. She is one of the doctors from Married to Medicine um, coming out of Atlanta. So... Yeah, so we're really excited um, about the panel. Um, it's going to be so cool. So we're hoping everybody tunes in. That is tomorrow at 8 o'clock, I think, 8 o'clock Eastern. 
it's posted on our Instagram, so you guys can uh, check it out there. But Dr. Contessa is going to be with us. She's a fan, too. She and her family were coming out to uh, Atlanta Dream Game, so she's, she's for real. She's for real. We're looking forward to it. Terry, I appreciate all the work you and the women of the W are doing on on this issue, on this issue and, and other issues. Like you said, social justice obviously top of mind for the women in the W. Yet so many women who are household names, women who are big stars: Elena, yeah. Skylar, Sabrina, Asia, Neca, Liz. I mean, the list goes on. Stewie. You've been covering the game for a long time. Basketball has been a part of your life for a long time. You've never seen so many women out there who are part of the national, international conversation around the game. What are your hopes for the back half of the WNBA season? Wow. You know what? Um, I'm looking forward to Thursday. I'm looking forward to the Commissioner's Cup and getting back underway. I'm looking forward to Sunday. I, like I said, so many teams back at it. You know, I these women bring experience excitement to the game. And, I mean, we thought we were really paying attention because we were home and nobody was going anywhere. And so we were watching all these games. There were even more games televised last year than probably ever before. Um, so we know the excitement that they bring. Um, and they've just got great stories to tell. But the work that we're going to be doing off the court, not just in public health, but around um, racial justice and voting rights, which, what we'll be doing with the LGBTQ community, I'm just so excited because the players have framed up, you know, this this three-part agenda, um, working with the community, back in it again, what we know they're capable of doing on the court. We're going to see our stars, all our stars from the Olympics coming back. Um, look, it is must-see TV when it comes to the W. As long as they put us on TV and as long as our fans can find it, like, no one is disappointed, Ben. No one is disappointed. It's going to be a great back half of the season. Very I'm also looking to towards um, some of the partnerships that, that the WMBPA will be announcing. Um, we're, we're, we're looking to grow the business, too. And we're looking, you know, we're, we're just doing our best. We're just doing our best. So stay tuned. There will be more on that. Terry, I hope with all the excitement around the WNBA for the back half of the season that the Jackson Three get some time together. Is that in the cards? Yeah, so the Jackson Three, you know, you know Ben, the Jackson Three are probably the only family in basketball. I think I'm right on this. The only family in basketball that can say that they were in every bubble last year. Now, we pray that we, we don't go back to playing in bubbles ever again, but Junior was in the NBA bubble. I, of course, was in the Wubble. And Jay Sr. was coaching with the New York Knicks G League team. So he was in their bubble, the G League bubble, last year. Um, we are, I'm on the West Coast now. I'm going to be headed to the NBA Summer League. Junior's going to be headed there probably today, tomorrow, um, to support the Grizzlies. Uh, Darren Sr. is there. He's on the New York Knicks Summer League um, coaching staff. Uh, so I will pass through there also. Of course, the Aces are there, so I get to meet with them, do their team meeting. So we'll, the Jackson 3 will have some time in Vegas, I believe. We might head back to L.A. for a little bit. But um, I look, my, my season is in full swing. I got to go to work. I got to go to work. Players <laughs> expect me um, to, to be working right now. So if I, if I could sneak in a little family time, it will be great. Well, all the work you do is so inspiring to us as basketball fans, Terry. I appreciate you spending some time. I know you're right in the heart of the season, and I do hope the Jackson 3 can get together in Vegas for, for at least a little bit. Thanks for spending some time. 
Awesome, Ben. Thank you. Executive Director of the WNBPA, Terry Jackson. What a basketball family. Right. Jaron Jackson, Sr., uh, coach in the Westchester Knicks. Shouts out to the G League Knicks. Put a Langston Galloway jersey in the rafters up there in Scarsdale. <laughs> but how about that as a family? You got Jaron in the W. She right. is as dialed in with the WNBA. Jaron's in the, in the NBA. Terry's in the W and and Jaron Senior working with the G League. That's a basketball wow. family. Yeah. Jaron Senior, former Georgetown Hoya, uh, so. San Antonio Spur. He yeah. killed the Knicks. Now he's out there coaching the Westchester. That's Knicks. what's up. Jaron is a young star out in Memphis, and the work that you know Terry does with the WNBPA it's it's incredible. When you see all the WNBA players get off the bus in the Wubble wearing T-shirts, say vote Warnock. That's because of Terry. Like Terry's organizing these 144 okay. women who are out there speaking out, whether it's vaccines, whether it's social justice. They're always on the pay forefront. equity. Yeah, they are. WNBA. Like, just look to the W yeah. for guidance on what's important in life. It's, it's no remarkable. Doubt. And I'm excited that we get a, uh, you know, a back half of the season now as they come back winning the gold medal. And as you said, there are about 30 or 40 women from the W who played for all, for all the teams, for France and Italy. So quite an international league. So uh, very excited the W's coming back. Appreciate the time with Terry and appreciate the time with you guys. As this thing's wrapping up, we got celebrity birthdays next. That's it. Ben Lyons in for Rich. A big Monday. Hall of Fame Monday. Kendrick Perkins animals is crazy. <laughs> Are you struggling to close deals? Business to business selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals such as job changes or which accounts you should prioritize, and shows you hidden allies so you could find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's one billion member platform sales navigator gives you the most up-to-date first-party data enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter right now you can try linkedin sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com direct that is linkedin.com direct for a 60-day free trial let linkedin sales navigator help you sell like a superstar today just go to linkedin.com direct and get started Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify magic, your AI powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. I am thrilled to have you here, man. Thank you. A big fan of your work. And my, my, yours too. I've, I've been watching you for years. Man. Thank you. Yeah. That means a lot. I appreciate you saying that. Absolutely. So uh, there's so many great stories that I, I know that you have about your connection with the world of sports, but none of them can top 
being babysat by Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Is that a true story? You well, were babysat by Wayne Gretzky? You know, there's a brotherhood of Canadians, I, I think. And okay. uh, my dad is Canadian and, sure? and uh, Wayne Gretzky, Canadian, of course. And uh, they had made friends uh, through his years at, 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 on Edmonton, on the Oilers. And um, so he was staying at, in Los Angeles and staying at my dad's house. My dad happened to take my brother out of town for a 10-day trip. So Wayne and Janet were staying at the house and pretty much babysitting me. I, I was going to Joe Torre baseball camp every morning. How old were you at this time? <laughs> I was probably, I, I had to get it right, but um, I assume it was 87, 88 that okay. he got traded. So I was probably 10 or 11, okay. somewhere around there. Uh -huh. And uh, so the phone rings at 7.30 in the morning. I'm getting ready to go to uh, Joe Torre baseball camp <laughs> on the bus, getting picked up. And uh, the phone rings and it's Bruce McNall. And Bruce says, uh, uh, Robin, I need you to wake up Wayne. And I said, I don't really want to do that. Can you just call back later? So, no, you really need to wake him up. <laughs> the owner of the Los Angeles Kings. Right, the owner of the Los Angeles Kings. calling your house. Right. To say, wake up Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah, so I answer the phone and I, I go and I'm like knocking on the door. I'm like, uh, Wayne, the phone's for you. So I go to camp, I come home, and, uh, you know, he's on the podium doing his press conference in Edmonton. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was the day he got traded. Yeah, so, so I answered the call. <laughs> so the call to tell Wayne Gretzky you're now a member of the L.A. Kings. Yes. You technically were the one to pick up the phone. I answered the phone. I was the operator who made the connection. <laughs> so, uh, th wow, <clears throat> that is... Pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I would say yeah. so. Yeah, I, I mean, not, so. not for Edmonton fans, you know. No, I know. I, I think I'm like the... The Yoko Ono of, uh, yeah. <laughs> of hockey in Edmonton. But you can't shoot the messenger, Robin. You can't yeah, shoot the messenger. Exactly. You just answer the phone. It's in your house. Thank for you, Rich. Thank you're, you. Just, you're just a little boy going off to Joe Torrey camp. I need you in Edmonton with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what was Wayne like as a babysitter? Did he let you stay up you know, late? Did he, he, was, he couldn't tell you to go to bed? What no, type of he was super was cool. We would play uh, tennis, t you know, uh, till late at night. And I remember one time, just because I'd never driven in a uh, Rolls Royce before, he took me to McDonald's in his convertible Rolls Royce. <laughs> Through drive through <laughs> Through the drive-thru. <laughs> and I was like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> so, Just riding yeah. shotgun riding in a drive-thru. Riding shotgun in the bed with, with, uh, with, with the uh, Did with the person 99. taking his order know that it was Gretzky, though? Did they stop? Or I don't they? think um, this was because, remember, it wasn't until he moved to Los Angeles that, uh, that L.A. hockey became a thing, you know, yeah. for, for the most part. Sure. So I think uh, not everybody recognized him as much. That is so funny. <laughs> this day in 1988, Wayne Gretzky trade went down. Super producer Mike telling me in my ear is Robin Thicke. Hoskins is really good with those. Sits down for an interview with Rich in our archives, babysat by Wayne Gretzky, the great one. When I was a kid, I loved uh, writing famous athletes' letters, trying to get autographs. Sure. Used to do it all the time. Now you do it as an adult on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> I. <laughs> Well, that's factual. That hurt Ben Lyons. <laughs> so I would send the uh, fan mail just to the stadium, just in care of Scotty Pippen, and I'll just see what happened. And somehow uh, a friend of mine had a home address for Wayne Gretzky, Beverly Hills, California. Yeah. Did it twice. Six months later, boom, autograph Wayne Gretzky back in the mail. I can only imagine what Wayne thought <laughs> answering his mail that day, and there's a letter from 10-year-old Chris Brockman. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. This is a guy who wrote me six months ago. Like, <laughs> another card, son? All right, fine. What would, be, what would be today's equivalent of Wayne Gretzky getting sold to the LA Kings? Like, uh, what would you say? Lionel Messi not returning to Barcelona and going to PSG? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I, you figured I, it out. I know. I think that's it, I right? I think that's the one. I mean, uh, right now, in the height of his powers, if Tom Brady Giannis, to Tampa? Giannis just got sold to Miami or something? Yeah, it would have to be. You'd have to have, like, the, the absolute top echelon of player it's still kind of in their prime. Fresh and, off of, like, a dynasty. Didn't yeah. he just win four cups in Edmonton? And, so it it like, and it wasn't like how we're used to now with our star athletes being upset, being disgruntled. Mike, Michael Thomas, for example, signing extension a year later. He's crypting. He's tweeting yeah, yeah, yeah. weird stuff on Twitter. Del Tufo, you're the hockey expert here. Was it that Gretzky <laughs> wanted out? Did he want to come to Los Angeles? Yeah, he wanted to be here. He wanted to be in L.A. Well, he had the movie star wife. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, because that was an amazing yeah, thing that be, happened, right? The idea oh, that, that was, uh, I remember that one. It was huge. And it's it was not like L.A. was a hotbed of, but no, I know. It was, it was a huge I, moment in sports, right? Not, yeah. I mean, but not as big as the 90s or the 70s. I, knew well, we were I was about to back. say, like, when did that happen? When did the trade happen? That doesn't matter, though. He is, I, I walked uh, him into it, though. I mean, saw that? And by the way, Mike, you fell for it at first. I did for a second. At first, you kind of fell for it. I knew where he was going. He was testing my knowledge. For those new to the show, Oh, Mike Del Tufo said nothing great happened no, in sports no, in the eighties. No, I said you guys are you're doing it. You're pulling a rich. You're misquoting me. I said the eighties were not known for great sports events like the seventies right. and the nineties. Or were. iconic trades like the great one being I mean, sent TJ's to Los Angeles. Team exists in the seventies and nineties. Theoretically, the we're Cowboys. the most we're the we're the most valuable franchise in all of sports, and Mike. 90s. We still exist. We yeah, may not win. other franchises won world championships in basketball and football in the nineteen eighties. So and, and Georgetown? Yeah. Eighties yeah. were great. The nineties were the best, but the eighties were great. Yeah. You got and some you know, birthdays? Anybody born in the eighties? <laughs> Wait, so if you're born in the 80s, how old? You'd be like mid 30s, right? Like late yeah. 30s. Like yeah. Anna Kendrick, Pride of Portland, Maine. Anna Kendrick, yeah. pitch perfect. Love Anna Kendrick. That's the homie. Big fan. Jamarcus, yeah, she's by the way, she's yeah. uh, she uh, she's birthday twins with Jamarcus Russell, also yeah. 36 today. Oh, also, I believe the birthday of uh, one fifth of the Fab Five, former Toronto Raptor. Jimmy King's birthday Jimmy King. today. Didn't make your oh, rundown. No, no, didn't make the list. No, no, Jimmy King. Shouts <laughs> oh, out to the Michigan man. Love that guy. Love me, Jimmy King. Uh, Plano, Texas. We'll see him about two weeks I mean, out at the JRLA tournament. Shouts out Jimmy King. Actually, a lot of great birthdays today. Deion Sanders, Coach Sanders is yeah, 54 prime. today. Is he going on the recruiting trips and sitting Coach in the prime. living room? Uh, I got. I got to imagine to go to that school. Yeah, he's probably yeah, yeah. got. He's probably got to go in the living room. Pretty amazing, huh? Yeah. That he's doing that. Coaching. He's done so much. I mean, look, I mean, <laughs> talk about Florida State. We lost yeah. Bobby Bowden over the weekend. He probably should be the head coach at Florida State. They. I think they made a a calculated error not hiring Dion. And that guy can do anything when it comes to football. So. Yeah, he can do anything. Yeah, he'd be a great choice. I think it would have been awesome. Uh, Sam Elliott, we mentioned him last week, 77. Yeah. Sam Elliott, Oof, yeah, There's a movie, I told you, I saw it at Sundance. It's called Hero. What? He plays, it's typecasting at its finest, an aging actor whose best years are behind him, and he's trying to navigate uh, a new relationship. His, his pot dealer is played by Nick Offerman, and they just sit around and <laughs> watch old cowboy shows. It's terrific. It's called Hero. He should have gotten an Oscar nom for it. It's Sam Elliott. Just, hello, how Sam are you? It's what's for the beef. Wait, not even close. You no, need no, to terrible. Go, go deeper. Terrible. Go terrible. deeper. Way go deeper. deeper. Uh, D Fish, 47. Uh, Derek Bob, Fisher? Yeah, Bob oh. Cousy, 93. He, you know, it was amazing when I think about Derek Fisher's time as the head coach of the New York Knicks. The, the color of the suits, unlike any color on the palette, 
Like, I've never seen that salmon before. <laughs> it's not just powder blue. It's the Derek Fisher powder blue. It's like a deeper, richer blue. Some beautiful suits he wore while coaching the Knicks. It's <laughs> about all I remember from his time coaching the Knicks. But I'm like, is that, is that ostrich? What color is that? A four-letter word for Mike Hoskins and all, D-fish on and all Sabres fans. Brett Hall is yeah. 57. Uh-huh. Curtis Boyle, you guys, 62. Clap cool. your hands, everybody. Everybody, clap your hands. You've got what it takes. Basketball is my favorite sport. It really every, is. Every hip hop like song from that down the ge- like a generation from that era is just a Dr. Seuss new- nursery rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> hip did it, hop did it, hip did it, huh? Right? It's, it's like, right? Del Tupo. <laughs> and what you see is not, not a, a test. test. I'm, I'm rapping, rapping to, to the beat. beat. This is me, the groove, <laughs> and my friends are going to try to move your feet. You know that the that's like the, the most. Yeah. That I read an article is the most. With lyrics yeah. that people like in rap songs, everybody knows yeah. almost every. It's lyric. also it's the longest nursery, rap ever because it's, like it's a nursery rhyme and it's, it's a bedtime story. Really, That's what it's for. I am Wonder Mike, and I, I will not have Green Eggs Exit Ham. I will not have Sam. I am. It's the it's same thing. Funny, yeah. In theory, and the chicken tastes like wood. Uh, <laughs> Eric Banna's fifty-three. Hulk Smash. The first Hulk. Hulk. Right? He's very good in funny people. Plays like a, a heightened version of himself, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I like him in funny people. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, 42. Oh, <laughs> <is> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. That guy, guy rips, huh? 42, coach of an NFL team. That guy's getting it. He's Your house and he's epic. been coaching an NFL team. I know. He's, he's, not, he's new on the scene. I mean, it's like, but it's like. And uh, a great McVay's moment. out at Nobu in, in Malibu. Please. It's like, oh, I got to go to the, my second the practice in two days. days. Is I mean, McVeigh north of 30? How old is he? McVeigh's like, McVay's like 35. 27? It's insane. Yeah, Sean McVay's 35. Ridiculous. Like we always said, the so NFC. Sean McVay's 35? Yeah. yeah. And this no. is year five with this the Rams? insane. Yeah. That's amazing. It's insane. I know, right? He's the Doogie Howser of the NFL. He's the Doogie Howser of the NFL. He went to the Super Bowl when he was 33. He was 33. It's insane. Another great event, sporting event from the 1980s, Mike. Doug Williams, 66. Yeah. The 1980s. No great sporting events. Miracle on Ice, I believe. Does that count as 1980s? 1980. Miracle on Ice? That count? A miracle happened. A miracle happened. That's how the decade started. It it was bad after that. That was the (laughs) (laughs) Seton Hall lost in 89 to your team, (laughs) Michigan, Final Four. And it was the end. It was the debacle. It was towards the end. Lakers, Celtics saving the NBA, modernizing it. Well, hold on. Michael Jordan getting drafted. You got Michael Jordan yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, 63 in the Lakers Boston were good. Garden. His team was good. I know, I know. I'm going to hear a lot of crap. But... Jesus. Baseball, how many repeat series were there? Like Repeat multiple? winners? Well, yeah. Well, the Mets the were one and done. Okay, that's what I mean. I think everyone was. I was saying you want yeah, the repeat. I want like repeat. Like the 90s are known oh. for the, like, Dallas. Like the dynasties? The dynasties. It's like, it's like the early 2000s are like kind of a mishmash, even oh. though you guys won a few. The Oakland A's went to three World Series in a row. Does that matter? They won one. They won, went to you three in a row. They three. had the Rookie you of the Year in 86, in 87, 88. Yeah, but they went won. to the World Series in 88, 89, 90. Like, no. That's what I mean. There's no <laughs> dynasties that come I, out of the eight. Hold on. Oh, Mike, the Celtics, Lakers, Hold and Pistons on. all won Basketball. back to back. How many Basketball. Stanley Cubs did the Islanders uh, win in the 80s? And the Kings won. And the, and the Oilers. Oilers. So hockey was just dynasty. You're right. And so, hockey, was, and so was basketball. Just dynasty. Yeah, I'm talking about NFL. You so see, I go NFL. NBA. I'm NFL baseball. Jeez. I'm an NFL baseball guy. 
I am. The other sports, I oh, love I know. Them, but... we, we know that you are. We're I just mean, we're just disproving your point by pointing no, out everything else. Other, I mean... You heard uh, last week on the show when Kay Cannon, <laughs> who would go on to write Pitch Perfect, when she would include Refrigerator Perry in her vows from the 85 Bears. I guess that didn't mean anything to her, no, 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 huh? Because no, no, it happened in 1985. They won. They won. They won. <laughs> That one in Chicago means more than everything. Yeah, because they have done nothing anyone since. in New England. Yeah, they're it's, it's like, still holding on. on to it. They've done nothing since. That's what I'm saying. It's like the uh, they were oh, 15 man. and one. Though. I'm gonna get ripped apart. I get ripped apart on Twitter for this. Oh. Questionable start to the show from Del Tufo, but finish oh. strong. <laughs> Houston, we came didn't have in a when it counted. We'll be back tomorrow. Appreciate all our guests for checking in and for you for listening and for watching. Ben Lyons here on The Rich Eisen Show. We'll see you tomorrow.